Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you, everybody, for downloading and checking us out this week. We're so happy to have you here being part of our adventure. Uh, Kevin, I'm a little nervous. Oh, why are you nervous? Things are creeping around, trying to kill us. Oh, well, that's not new. Yeah, but these things are like creepy. It's like when you're in the jungle and then you turn around and you see the velociraptors looking at you and you're like, ah, clever girl. And then you die. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I have a feeling that's going to happen here. Well, you know, that hasn't happened yet, but last time, uh, you guys did uh, go into the research and development cube uh, at the Doctor and Scramble headquarters on Arshalan, which is outside Pac-World space so that they don't have to obey Pac-World's laws, such as they are. Uh, and uh, you went there as part of a convoluted scheme to get corporate backing for a wildcard race to get you guys back into drifters. But they asked a favor in return, going and rescuing this, well, not rescuing, um, subduing uh, this. Uh, Enslaving. Um, applying the obedience serum uh, to uh, the creative, uh, some mysterious creature uh, within this cube. And, uh, last time, I could have already did that. You don't need to do it twice. On, I was just, I mean, I didn't, you didn't have to do it twice. I just said, you know, those words that I'm not going to say again. Look, we've got a Pavlovian response up in here. So, uh, previously, you uh, had fought a pair oh, of. Go ahead. No. Of Dububnin guards. Uh, the. Uh, one-legged uh, frog people uh, who speak only corporatees. Um, and uh, they had seemed to be infected with something. Um, Amu could determine that their uh, actions were not really their own um, and that they were not necessarily being controlled, but uh, they were certainly acting very abnormally. And uh, as they uh, were enraged and tried to attack you. Um, you successfully subdued both of them uh, after Amu stabilized the one that uh, I think Vangi almost killed. Uh, and uh, that is where we'd left off. As Stephen had mentioned, you are in a jungle inside this cube because there it's just teeming with all sorts of life. And then uh, there are a few of these little office um, rooms that have been connected to the walls, um, you know, uh, little rectangular uh, offices that um, uh, you can see at least one uh, from here is uh, transparent and um, has the signs of equipment and power in it. Yeah. And we saw that thing fly off to there, right? So we need to maybe head over there. That's right. You also saw a flying eye uh, about the size of Yep. That uh, was about the size of a basketball and it flew off in that direction. How long do you, uh, how long do we need to rest to recover our stamina points? Uh, To spend, I think it's 10 minutes. Well, let's tie these guys up and have a huddle. All right. I'll grab some, uh, some vines that aren't moving around 
and uh, tie these guys up. Okay. Um, you do note that you have to tie them up in a kind of weird way um, because you've seen that they can blow themselves up really, really big. Um, so you might have to consult with Amu as to how to prevent that from happening. Amu or maybe Skritik. Use a sedative. That'll do. <laughs> Uh, so anyone who wants to, you guys do have uh, time to take a 10-minute rest, and you can you know, tie them up while you're at it and discuss amongst yourselves um, what your plan is. Uh, but you, if you intend to recover your stamina points, then you will have to spend a resolve yeah. to do so. Yeah, I'll I spend a resolve. I seem to be uninjured. Me too. Only for you. I know, right? So, team co-captain, what is the plan? I, I, I noticed that we didn't kill these guys, so I'm guessing we're not going to kill the creative? Mm, yeah, no. Um, and, uh, well, we were never supposed to kill the creative, considering that a, uh, the plan was to put the obedience serum into it. But Right, right. But my thought is that we talk to the creative, try to figure out some kind of, you know, uh scheme where it is obedient for a bit and then does its own thing once we have secured our uh, campaign because I really wouldn't do anything to having to work for these guys. Yeah. Um, in preparation for that, uh, Amu, see if you can figure out what is actually in that slave juice. Yeah, and maybe what happened to these Jababnins to make them all angry? I'm assuming it's the creative that uh, has them all angry. Well, all right, but We're... like, is there anything that we can do to prevent winding up going like them? That is a good question. Or did you want something more? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you could, I don't know, like poke them and figure out if 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 we can. Do something? Like if there's something you can give us to protect us? We will attempt to find out. All right. So uh, what do you do, Amu? Almost literally what we were told to do. All right. Start uh, using your your uh, kit to analyze them and, and figure out what happened to them. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, give me a medicine check and then a life science check as well. Very good medicine check. I saw 29. Ooh. Only 20 yeah. for the life science. Still very good. So, cool. I will respond to you in a little bit. Amu okay. is busy working on the toads. I will fish around in my pockets and see if I can find any uh, protein supplements that I may have brought from the ship to hand to those who need some boosting. Not having to eat food, I don't know if this will help as I hand to Ecubino. No, well, why don't we wait till we hear what ship doctor has to say? Well, I mean, I, I was letting you guys do whatever you else you want for oh, a few minutes. Oh, yeah, no, I was just responding to, uh, to, to Bob on that one, not saying that we're, you know, yeah. waiting on you. Is it just like a power bar? Yeah. Something in bar form. Thanks. To pour of something. Oh. I'll take a bite out of it. 
It's Not Resolve sure. brand, Resolve brand protein bars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll start looking at like the area around and trying to come up with a path to uh, to get up from where we are to where we saw the the eye float off to. Yeah, I'll check the perimeter and just make sure that ain't anything else buying on us. Uh, all right. Um, so, Skritic, why don't you give me a perception check? 19. And, okay. Uh, Vangi, why don't you do the same, actually? Five. All right. <laughs> um, so what was it you were trying to assess again, Vangi? Um, I was trying to come up with a like a good way to to get up to the um the where the uh eye floated off to, like vines that would like bear weight or things like that. Yeah, so um you're starting to plot it out and you're like, huh, I just don't see how it's gonna get there. And then it occurs to you, um, you really need to know like how much weight each of these things can hold. And you're mm. kind of guessing at that. Why don't you make a survival check? Oh, sure. I can do that. That's a better mod. Uh, but worse roll, so a nine. Yeah, you're, you're at a loss. I mean, you think that it's possible, but you're really not sure how. Fair enough. Um, so, uh, Skritic, uh, you uh, see several other flying things. There's those... Uh, mushrooms that kind of puff themselves floating through the sky um and i guess i should say fungi um and uh there's like weird jellyfish like creatures floating around um and uh you think you see there's definitely other types of birds and things like that in the the canopy you think you see some of those um weird nerve skin wings uh, flutter about. They are pretty stealthy, but you think that there are more of those eyes um, in the canopy around. They don't seem to be near you, so presumably they're not necessarily looking specifically just for you, uh, but it, it it has eyes everywhere. Please have eyes, y'all. Keep your wits up. Ooh. Uh, so as you guys uh, sit in the uh, jungle cube and uh, Amu does his analysis, um, it is like really hot in here. It's hot and humid. Um, there must be some sort of like vaporizers just constantly at work uh, keeping this thing filled with with moisture or hundred percent humidity. Mm. Perfect. Ugh, gross. Even for uh, you androids, it starts to you know condense in weird spots. Okay, gross. that just sounds gross. <laughs> I mean, have you ever been outside in like hundred degree heat with hundred percent humidity? It is gross. Yeah, it's like a it's just like a dehumidifier, like. Bob just has a little drawer and just like take it out, like dump it out and like put it back in. (laughs) All right. Um, So uh, you note, however, uh, that there there are some insects, but not not a ton of them. Um, So you're you're relatively free from that particular hazard. Um, And uh, you see a few... um, Minor predators wandering about. There's something that looks like a purple jaguar with eight extra 
snakeheads attached to it. Um, and you realize, like, hey, that's actually from our Shalin because it's from the same planet as uh, the uh, lizard man that uh, Vangi fought, Fair to Lance, in, uh, in the hologram, uh, in the hack, uh, which also had like eight extra snake heads attached to its main head for whatever reason. Hmm. The Octo Jaguar. Mm-hmm. Um, it considers hunting you guys and then moves on. Uh, and then Amu, you have your analysis is complete. Um, so, uh, yeah, these guys were subjected to a, uh, well, you'd call it a poison, but it's really like a a DNA resequencing, um, not even a virus so much as like a injection of a specific set of proteins. Um, so it has rewritten parts of their uh, DNA, specifically causing them to be much dumber. Um, and uh, it has also lowered their like uh, their threshold for for anger and increased like the fight response relative to the flight response. Um, it's not contagious; like you won't get it from them. They didn't, and they didn't get it from each other, for that matter. Um, it probably needed to be applied via like a weapon or injected into them or something like that. Interesting. Uh, as you can also tell that, um, cause you can, you've at this point extracted a sample and done some analysis on it. Um, it was, uh, deliberately created. Um, you're, you're, barely confident this this didn't arrive like this has the sort of sequences you would expect to see in something uh artificial lastly uh in terms of because i know you were also looking to uh to try to bolster your resistance against this you could start working on uh a a booster serum in fact we'll say that some of the 10 minutes you've already spent is working on a booster serum uh that would specifically help um you basically need to increase your body's immune response uh, to tailored to this specifically and really consume all these things before they get widespread um, and start dealing their, the damage to, uh, to the DNA. Because of course, also they protect themselves. Like if they rewrite your DNA, then they, they stop getting attacked too. Um, So yeah, you could basically come up with a custom booster uh, that you could apply to people and uh, I would say it gives a plus four bonus on saving throws against it. Okay. Uh, we will start doing that and start applying it to people. Okay. It'll probably only last, um, you know, maybe four hours, but. Presumably we can make more within that uh, time frame if need be. Uh, yeah, it's going to start having side effects if you do this too often um because you're putting the body's uh immune like you could basically cause their immune system to go a little haywire which isn't great side effects uh in terms of for for these people like is there a cure not that you're aware of um you know they would need significant gene therapy um and they would always be a hostile patient, uh, you imagine. So, mm, we've probably dealt with worse. 
Sure, sure. But this is not something you could like whip up a cure for in your lab. You'd need them in like a full medical. When when I say that, I mean you like with your portable lab. You'd need you'd need time and and resources to to cure this. We need the real lab. Yeah. Uh, what do you say and do? Said we start applying the. Uh, is it an injection or is it a pill? Um, good news. It's a suppository. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be better as an injection. Uh, then, yeah, if we just start injecting everybody. Just don't even ask questions. Don't tell them what's going on. Just inject away. Bengi told me to figure out a cure. So we figured out a cure. Oh, all that, that's that's impressive. What do, what do we need to do? Dab. <laughs> ah! Eh. All right. Well, still probably better than that. Ugh. She like opens her mouth to just like almost like pant. <laughs> Yes. The moisture consolidates all over your uh, your scales. And like, under all my armor, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, Amu is further out of their shell than normal. Mm-hmm. How indecent. Eh. Well, you guys have uh, recovered, and any of you who wanted to, uh, your stamina points. Um, you are in a relatively safe little area right now, but... You're also not making any progress. So what do you do? Yeah. Once uh, inoculations have happened, I'll get uh, Skritic to the front of the group and see if we can figure out a way to go where that flying eye went. Do we need to do anything special if we needed to uh, recoup our... Uh, spend a resolve point. Stamina points. Just spend, spend one a resolve, resolve. point. Okay. Do resolve points ever come back? They come back daily. Okay, good. So I should have full resolve at this point. Yes. And I should not have the missing resolve point from the last time I healed on critical hit. That's correct. Okay. So, uh, Skritic, you're taking the lead? Yeah, I suppose so. All right. Why don't you give me a survival check? Ooh, 30. Ooh, that is excellent. So you're like, oh, yeah, up there. No problem. Follow me. The The hard part of this isn't getting there. The hard part is leading all of them. Uh, so anyone who, who wishes to can feel free to throw in how they get in the way of Skritic. Uh, and his excellent guidance uh, through the massive trees and, uh, you know, vine ladders and webs you can climb and stuff like that. Oh, it'd be just a lot easier if you just uh, climb that tree, swing on that vine, bounce off that mushroom cap there and somersault into there. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. I'm on it. Peggy's <laughs> like, this is what I trained for. Yeah. Being in a uh, platformer. <laughs> Vesk Ninja uh, Warrior. Uh, what's a somersault? Oh, yeah. I you don't know that you're it. really built for that. 
may be able to do like a drill spin. Barrel roll? <laughs> Something like that. Gimmelman. I believe you mean an aileron roll. So uh, you guys are making your way. Skritik is leading. Vangi is uh, is you know more in her element. Um, I'll let you guys each make your choice of an athletics or acrobatics or survival check uh, to kind of indicate how well you're doing. Pick one. This could be athletics for me. Athletics for me. Uh, do I have to pick my best one? No. <laughs> you can pick whatever you want. Choose the worst one, Rob. That's funny. Heck yeah. Watch him roll another nat one. Uh, yeah. I'll go with... Nope. No. <laughs> I'll go with survival. Cool. I'll go with acrobatics. So uh, your each of your methods... Uh, you know, kind of indicates how we, how you're approaching this. So, Quentin, you're doing acrobatics, so you're more like, you know, nimbly uh, balancing, rolling. rolling. Um, you can kind of uh, jump from place to place um, fairly easily. Uh, for it looks like Vangi and Bob, you guys each chose athletics, so a lot of climbing. Um, some more heavier lifting and longer jumps. Um, but, uh, Bob is actually doing like, thank you. Does totally fine. Mostly just due to, uh, her training, but Bob is exceptional at it. Um, and gains quite a bit of elevation. Heck, Cubino, you're on the lookout, uh, for, uh, you know, a lot of there, this, this place has lots of natural hazards, uh, kind of throughout, and so you're a little bit more careful with uh, how you pick your path, but you're able to keep up no problem as as a result of your care. Um, Amu, was that an acrobatics check? Yup. <laughs> we were told to somersault. Alright, so Amu attempts to somersault, rolls into his shell, and then promptly falls ten feet into the spider vines. Oh. You okay? Uh, we think so. Can we try this without somersaulting? Can I go down and uh, help cut him out and get him, give him some assistance? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, with, uh, with Bob's help, uh, Amu, why don't you, why don't you give me another check? I just want to see how it can be acrobatics, athletics, or survival again. Athletics. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's not great. It's not great, but you're also getting an assist from Bob, uh, so you can, with his help, uh, get along decently. Um, so, uh, Bob, how exactly? I mean, besides cutting him free, how do you help Amu along? Sure, I'll otherwise fall behind for what's worth. Yeah, I'm gonna let him. Uh, I guess let him attach some of his tendrils around my waist or something, so I so he has an anchor point, so that as I'm jumping, he you know. He's got a little slack, but if he if he all, uh, I can you know pull him up if he misses the branch or the platform or whatever that we're jumping onto. It's kind of like a, you know, what is it? The what climbers have the safety rope. It's kind of like that. Um. So then, uh, Hecubino and Skritic, you two specifically, and no one else. 
Give me perception checks. Hecubino, you get a plus two bonus. Ooh. Uh, so that'll be a 19 for me. 24 for me. Excellent. Excellent. So, uh, Hecubino, you start hearing something like a low hum, and then there's like a weird high pitch sound as well. Um, you can't quite shake it. Hmm. Someone's turning on an old microwave. No, that's not it. Oh. Warming up a really old TV. Yeah. Scritic, uh, you stop every once in a while, because you're a little faster than everybody else, right? Your base speed is 40. Uh, yeah, and I can also do some ignoring of difficult terrain stuff. So. Exactly. So yeah, you're 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 able to stay way ahead of these guys, and you have that special ability ever vigilant. So um, you can uh, you you get these checks kind of regardless. Um, so you spot in the distance, not too far away, and it looks like it's getting closer. Some of the leaves and vines and like fronds of ferns are parting. Um, and it looks like something's headed in your direction. Does it look like something big? Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to kind of build back. Uh, something big's coming, guys. Get ready. And duck into some foliage. I will also uh, move into some cover. So you guys try to position yourself to get some, like, to cover and hide. Yeah, I mean, yes. I'm not going to bother hiding, so I'm just going to try to step forward with my uh, bike and uh, and meet this thing. That's good. An ambush works great with some uh, bait. <laughs> okay, so Vangie forward, Skritik's hiding, uh, Bob's hiding, mm-hmm. Quentin? Quentin is going to hide behind Vangie. Nice. Uh, heck, you be now? Um, is, does the humming seem to be coming from the direction that Skritik said the thing was coming? Uh, yes, although give me a mm, your choice of like a perception check or a, trying to think of what other or sense motive check. Yeah. Uh, perception or sense motive. My sense motive might be better. Yep. Uh, 22 sense motive. So you look around and no one else seems to be hearing this at all. Um, and then you like tap your ear and you realize you're not hearing it with your ears either. Mm-hmm. How does okay. it go? Oh, it's just like a high pitched noise and a hum. No, uh, it's more like the, the low noise is more like boom, boom. And then there's like this weird whirring sound at a much, much higher uh, register. Like, so it's dubstep. Sure. Yeah, you could say that. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, you you get this feeling like you're being watched, Hecubino, um, or rather like something searching for you. Yeah, no, it's not not that you're being watched so much as hunted. That's the word for it. You're being hunted. Okay. Me specifically? Yes. Okay. I uh, roll for psionic focus and enter a combat mode. (laughs) 
Yeah, I'll say uh, whatever that thing is. I think it's psychic. And Amu, what do you do? Uh, help Vengi hide Quentin. Okay, so uh, the three people who are hiding, go ahead and give me stealth checks, please. 26. 21. Matthew? Yes? Were you making a stealth check? Did it not go? I don't see it. The first one I'll take. Jeez. All right. Uh, it seems like it rolled three times in a row for whatever reason. Okay, so uh, your stealth is a 20. Quentin, that's pretty good. So uh, three of you guys take to hiding uh, while uh, Vangi and Amu stand nobly by and Hecubino uh, holds his head and prepares for uh, psychic combat as um, a... A nearby tree gets knocked down and a a whole mess of vines uh, scatter around and some of the the big, uh, you know, green and turquoise and blue uh, fronds uh, are thrown to the ground, revealing. And I will show you the picture, but then I have to describe it because, of course, we're on a podcast. This. So it is enormous. First of all, it is about 20 feet tall uh, and over 40 feet long. It is essentially a giant pink Tyrannosaurus Rex. Um, Different notable different things about it. Uh, It has eight eyes uh, kind of stretched along its its weird head. It has uh, these like bright magenta tentacles coming back behind its head and also uh, on the end of its tail. Uh, and then it has uh, two, like a set of um, two pairs. So four total little uh, scything claws where uh, T-Rex would have little, little hands. Um, and those seem to be slicing through uh, whatever they cut, like vibrating super fast and emanating a weird field around them. Those uh, those scythe claws, um, and uh, they do make a very high pitched sound. Now that you're you're close, um, but uh, the thing's tail twitches up, and those uh, bright magenta uh, tendrils of its tail all twist and um, turn straight towards Hecubino. Uh, Hecubino, you can tell that this thing has some sort of sense uh, that it can detect you. Uh, Amu, what's your life science plus a nat 20 because of your special biohacker ability? Yep. Uh, 20 or 34. Okay. So you recognize this as a Nishorola. A Nisholora. 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 Uh, so... Uh, these are terrifying. Um, they're they're uh, massive animals. They possess only an animal intelligence, but they are psychic and they hunt psychic prey via a telepathic sense organ in its tail. They have phasic claws that can pierce right through a ship's hull or massive prey animals hide, uh, and it has an infrasonic scream. Uh, that operates on such a powerful, it's it's so powerful and in such a weird low frequency that uh, it can weaken the structural integrity of buildings and most humanoids. As a 
culture subnote here, uh, there's also a type of Lashunta doom metal music named for the creature's scream. Uh, <laughs> the Nishalora is an apex predator capable of destroying the entire squeaky clean by itself and would eat any of you as a snack uh, with a bite, if it could. I mean, you might be able to resist. It's not necessarily going to one-shot you, but it will try to swallow you. Uh, it's also resistant to electricity and sonic damage. So with that, it's roll initiative time, which we have already done. Um, uh, Amu, I will also tell you, this thing is not in a... like, is not CR appropriate. Um, you think that it would easily kill all of you. But going first, not necessarily knowing that, is Quentin. Yeah. Quentin, what do you do? I'm still hidden. Yeah. And there's a T-Rex trying to eat our team leader. Well, it has just emerged out of the jungle and is lashing its tail in his direction. It's still far away from the team leader. But they're fast. It's a super fast. So it's a... It's a Turbo T-Rex uh, with pink coloration and freakish mutant. I have no idea what to do. I mean, my first instinct generally would be to shoot it, but it's also clearly something that's going to kill us and eat us if it wants to, unless it's, you know, a red herring. Uh, it is, it is, it is, it's in attack mode, right? Uh, it's going. Yeah. It's going to it try and eat Hecubina. Aggressive, but then again, maybe you misunderstand. Does that seem likely, though? No, I didn't think so. I'm gonna shoot it in the eye. It has eight eyes, but go for I'm it. Gonna, I'm gonna shoot it in four eyes. <laughs> <laughs> go um, ahead and make your attack. Two on the left and two on the right. I'm gonna choose. A, you know, I'm not gonna do that because that would take forever. Sorry, I just had to try and find my attack bonuses. This game is very complicated. And I go pew 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 for a 28. That will hit. To hit. And this is my pew pew device. I'm using my plasma rifle because, well, yeah. Now, when. When you say it's immune to electricity, was that something that uh, we were made aware of by Amu? No. Or Okay. So I'm still going to go for the plasma rifle because it's the larger weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, rifle. Do I get any bonuses for being awesome or, or spheroid? Just roll your damage. What? <laughs> Seven points. All yeah. right. So, uh, the good news is um, that is also fire and uh, electricity, so it does not uh, fully resist that. But um, you do seem to have merely drawn its attention, um, and it uh, turns its massive uh, head at towards you. Amu, what do you do? Yo. Hey, Camino, get away from it. It's hunting you. Bengi, the tail is what he's going to try and eat him with. Uh, don't use electricity. Are we fighting it or are we running? Uh, uh, this thing's probably going to eat us, but... So let's run! Okay. 
<laughs> so yeah, let's run. If you stand and fight, it will eat you all. So what's the plan? Well, let's stand and fight, guys. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what's your action, Amu? Uh, run. Uh, sure. So would you like to make an athletics, acrobatics, or survival check? Let's go with athletics. Okay. 20. Yeah, you can uh, start uh, running and getting some distance, getting further up the path that uh, that Skritik has, um, has shown you. Uh, fortunately, this whole jungle seems to be built uh, well in three dimensions. Um, there's way more life above the surface than you'd expect. Uh, so yeah, you're you're um, hustling uh, further up the path. Vangi, you're up. Uh, I'm also gonna run and try to I don't know maybe like slash at some foliage or something um, as I go to um, entangle it or distract it. Uh, okay, so uh, that sounds like a survival check to me. Oh sure, I can do that. Uh, Sixteen. Okay, good enough. So you are able to slice, you know, some vines and like create, create like little nets or, um, you know, hack at parts of a tree to, to collapse the way you're following. It is enormous, so it's it can't follow uh, all of the paths that you guys are taking. Um, of course, with its enormous reach, it doesn't have to. Um, but that is successful, and you race up after Amu as well? Correct, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that brings up pinky as i'm going to call it uh and um it uh <laughs> runs towards you guys i'm sorry pinky is after the rain Narf. <laughs> so, it's really it's really bad what are we gonna do tonight at Camino? uh and it is going to run forward and scream at you um because you're all in a little area together and it can catch uh, you all and it has to run uh, nearby. That is what it'll do. And suddenly you feel, um, you know, the uh, blood vessels in your eyes start bursting, your screws rattling, uh, various important organs, uh, you know, deciding whether or not to rupture your bones or, you know, key uh, structural supports, uh, shaking and cracking in uh, your bodies. Why don't you all give me a reflex save to dodge as much of this scream as possible? Dodge a scream? Yes, you're dodging because it's it's kind of breathing it at you. Does it so count, does that count... As a spell or a spell-like ability or a no, fear no. thing? Okay, it's n- no, it's just none of those. Right. Does that also include those of us that are hiding in the bushes? Yeah, it doesn't know it's getting you, but it is getting you. All right, oh, shoot. twenty-two, nine. All right, so, uh, yeah, it was a pretty good roll. I guess I could have secretly rolled that. Whatever. Um, Scritic twelve. Yikes! Pretty pretty rough. So, um, I got good news for Amu and Scritic, or not Scritic. Sorry, Amu and Bob. Oh, uh, you guys. And who else was hidden? Just Critic? Uh, yeah, just Critic. Critic Bob. I even have a Quentin. Well, but Quentin wasn't hidden anymore. Ah, okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, 
That means just Amu and Bob make your save for half damage. Uh, the rest of you take the full 46 Sonic. So it's 46 or 23. Oh, and that all goes to... All yeah. my stamina and a hit point. Yeesh. We're at um, nine. I would like to spend a resolve point to share pain. Ooh, nice. I like that. Um, with uh, with Pinky. Okay, so uh, I need to make a save? Um, you, you need to make a will save. And okay. the difficulty is... It's like Empathic Transfer Hostile. It's really mean. Down to 12 hit points. <laughs> so yeah, blood's coming out of orifices. Uh, let's see. I made his mouth. Jeez. Power requires an enemy to attempt. No, that's a DC is equal to 10 plus half my mystic level, which is 2, 3. You round up. It's down, so. Uh, plus my wisdom modifier, which is uh, 4. So, so 17? Yep. Or 16? 16. Uh, all right. Well, I rolled a 4 and fail. Uh, so, um, yeah. So what happens? Uh, it's it's not it's not that big a deal. Um, I basically soak. Uh, this is the damage you take from the attack by your mystic level. So, I take five less damage and I deal five damage to it. Okay, sure. There's a mind affecting pain effect. Yep. It uh does not like that, but it also doesn't seem to care. Uh, Bob, what do you do? I'm going to, in addition to running, continuing to run, I'm going to, since I'm still hidden, I'm going to use my plasma rifle to kind of see if I can shoot some brush or trees or something on the other side of the path to see if that movement will distract the creature and get it to maybe move off that way, thinking that there's something over there. Um, so as an attempt to distract, that sounds like a bluff check to me. Oh, great. Here we go. Unless. Oh, oh look, I rolled a 20. Not a nat 20, but a dirty 20. Oh, a 19 say, unless, unless you have some sort of class feature that allows you to do that with electronic devices, of which there are plenty around. That's true. That's a good point. Ooh. We'll say this time you managed to shoot and cause a distraction by, uh, you know, um, blasting a uh, hive of hummingborpians. Um, and that's certainly uh, the hummingbird scorpion uh, combo, that is. Uh, and so it is momentarily distracted and you can hustle along. Skritic, what do you do? Uh, do I get the impression that it uh, knows where I am? Um, it knows where Hecubino is, um, and it knows where Vangi is. It doesn't seem to care about you right now. Hard to say. It roared in your general direction. Gonna try to quietly slink off, because I'm pretty darn hurt now. Yep. Uh, so you're gonna try to stealth away, it sounds yeah. like? Go ahead and make a yeah. stealth check. Excellent. Yeah. Right now I roll good. You're hidden. You can't really provide guidance to the rest of them, but you can protect yourself. Um, so, yeah, you're able to uh, slink away successfully for now. Hecubino, what do you do? So, 
you guys do have a clear path up that Skritik was describing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will eventually take you out of this thing's reach, you suspect. Um, in terms of the damage you've done, it is so far between you and uh, and Quentin seemed Quentin. negligible. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I wasn't so much dealing damage to it as trying to reduce the damage. Reduce it. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. So if we if we run along the path that Skritik pointed out, there's a chance that we'll lose him. Sure. There's, or, that, or that he there's won't be able to catch us. Huh? There's always a chance. Okay. No, but I, I am saying that, yes. Uh, you'd have to be successful at, for instance, a bunch of skill checks, but yeah. Okay. Uh, yep. In that case, I will kick on my little rocket boots. And fly up the path. Um, and uh, get on comms. And be like, Quentin, Bob, Skritik, get out of there. Everybody up the path. Vangy, fall back. Make sure Amos rolling towards the correct direction. <laughs> nice. Um, I like the use of the uh, the jump jet. Those are, those are jump jets, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's what they're called. Let me... Jump jets, yep. Armor mod. Yeah. Um, so you can basically fly as part of your movement. Um, mm-hmm. So that is uh, very cool. Sounds to me like what you're really trying to do is inspire the rest of the group and give good guidance while you yourself are, are getting um, movement through your equipment. Uh, so why don't you give me a diplomacy check? Okay. Or or bluff or intimidate if you are really trying to do it in a different uh, angle, but... I'll do bluff. I'm okay. definitely, I'm definitely uh, feeling it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to pretend like I'm not dying. <laughs> Twenty-five. Uh, yeah, great. You're, you, you're projecting a an air of confidence that you do not have. Um, so good work. Uh, and people seem to, everybody's hopping to, uh, except for one of you who is floating to Quentin. Floating. You know how I usually float casual? Mm-hmm. This is not that time. <laughs> I am floating at high speed. Uh, Quentin, did you lose all of your stamina in that uh, in that blast? Oh, indeed. Uh, so, so what? Just because I, I like your descriptions, what of you has been like blasted apart? Well, fortunately, uh, most of the damage seems to be uh, badly. uh, Okay, so you know how normally I'm a seamless sphere? Yeah. A lot of seams have popped. (laughs) (laughs) And kind of little doors are open and a couple of maybe a claw hanging out. Uh, Of course, the uh, entirety of my faceplate is now cracked. So it's got a really cool kind of scar down through my eye, but it's not intentional. And the face on it looks an awful lot like Richard Pryor when he goes, ah! Um, and of course, this is this is probably the best part. There is actually an area on the top of uh, Quentin's skull, which has elevated and is glowing red. So it looks like basically his his head has grown a hat, which is now actually literally an alarm. Uh, which is, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool and also terrifying. Uh, thankfully right. not leaking any fluids yet. Cool. 
However, you do. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but you might actually be able to hear his his uh, flotation devices, and they're now going like George Jetson's car. <laughs> so that's bad. From uh, Vincent to old Bob in one hit. Oh, oh! Don't explain the joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm get the gonna get the heck out of here. Uh, and how are you going to get the heck out of there? Quickly, with alacrity, with if that possible. Manner. It's, it's going to be the, the floating, the floating acrobatic version of when Shaggy's legs turn into a wheel of feet. Um. All right, do it. Acrobatic, maybe, sir. Maybe literally. In fact, probably since some of those, you know, additional hands and, and feelers and sensors are out, going to use those to grab a hold of things and literally propel myself faster, like a fat man going up right. the stairs. Go, go, go. 28. Yep, you start booking it. So that's excellent. You're like, yep, sounds good. I can be able to see at the top. It just blitz past him. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. Uh, One less thing to worry about. <laughs> with Quentin making some good grounds, uh, Amu, what do you do to catch up? Our best. Uh, no, we're going to use the boost uh, brain function. That's speed that booster? Yeah, the speed boost uh, booster. Yeah, and you could, um, can can you do a dual boost such that you also get a bonus to skill checks too? Yeah, awesome. Yeah, probably a good idea. Uh, yeah, we're basically just kind of chugging everything that's in our uh, <laughs> lab right now. It's like eh, this, this, this. Okay, great. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you you can you can certainly uh, boost your speed um, using your speed uh, your uh, your biohacker class feature and you're opting uh, your check um so uh along with your movement let's say um why don't you give me a medicine okay medicine is my best skill 29 yeah it is Whew. you're like oh yeah no problem i can inject myself with all this stuff on the fly that's what i was you know born for and trained for um so uh you you also uh you know stanch some of your um uh coral bits from from you know flaking off and leaving a trail and you know so, uh you also patch up like some uh parts where your shell was uh cracked and leaking um as you go uh Vangi, uh your uh you momentarily bought like a little bit of time uh, from from Pinky, but it did blast through the the cover you had constructed last time. So, what do you do? Uh, then, yeah, I'm going to take uh, the cue from my team co-captain and help try and help Amu and the others uh, try to get some speed on them. So, uh, basically, I'm going to try to uh, almost like a bull rush Amu and like roll him forward to get him some speed because I'm really fast and he's really slow. Nice. I like that. Um, uh, 
<laughs> just like tuck in, tuck in. Roll Amu did ball and she'll just dribble you out of here. Amu's speed should be this, unless you have an extra bonus to speed. Amu's speed should match yours now. Amu's speed oh. is thirty. Amu's base speed is twenty, and now it's thirty because yep. of the yeah. injection. My speed is actually my, my base speed is actually thirty-five. Um, so you can push them on the back and, and, you know, get, uh, people going, um, you know, maybe it's Amu some, maybe it's, uh, Bob or, or Skritic. Well, you can't see Skritic, so no, Bob or Hecubino, um, but you can, you can guide people. Cool. Um, so what, uh, are you trying to make like us a, I was thinking like athletics check, but yeah, that sounds good. Cool. I've got a 30. Oh, excellent. So you're, you're, you know, of the people you can see, you're helping, you know, everybody bring up the rear and you guys have pushed ahead and, oh, oh you know, you, you've gained some, some elevation. You can, can pause for just a moment. And then there's this nearby pitcher plant and inside mm-hmm. the pitcher, it's filled with liquid. And then, and you see the vibrations. So, so when 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 Stephen earlier was talking about clever girl, were you just sitting there being like, "You have no idea how right you are"? <laughs> it's like, don't don't spoil it, Stephen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, All the foreshadowing. <laughs> Um, it's your key uh, to quality literature. Getting the reference doesn't save us from being eaten. Uh, around uh, one of the trees uh, pokes its tail, and again, it, it has its tail actually has like many tendrils at the end of it uh, that are all this bright pink, and they kind of move the way um, those like sea snakes or the things go- coming out of the ground in uh, the ocean move. Like they move in weird unusual patterns and uh, as if they're obeying some sort of currents you guys can't see and heck you know they are uh they're um following psychic currents and it turns and then kind of wrapping around um as it must have turned itself into like a little donut to turn itself around uh you see the head of the nisholora ah nisolora there we go nisolora uh, and uh, it uh, breathes um, on you, blowing away a bunch of the uh, the uh, vines and um, uh, leaves and debris. And it is going to try to attack. Hmm. Let's see here. Vangy. I'm checking my notes. It says it's trying to attack Kevin. It's going to try to attack Vangi because Vangi is uh, with those that heavy armor, uh, and it will actually use its basic claws to try to slice through you. Great. Yeah, they're really good at slicing open armor. Uh, yeah, like, it hits. It, like a delicious hits. mollusk. Okay. Uh, take 21 damage. Ow. I am bloodied. Uh, yeah, so, uh, it, yeah, those, those, it just slices 
right through the the armor and through several layers of uh, scales and then muscle. And that was just one uh, basic claw. Uh, You'd hate to see what this thing would do with a full attack. Yes, yes, I would. That's why we're running from it. Bob, what do you do? That uh, bundle of stuff's on the end of its tail. Does it it look like nerve endings or? Well, uh, they're definitely some sort of, you know, somewhat prehensile uh, organ. You know, whether they're nerves or not, they probably actually make a uh, life science check. Life science. Let's see. What do we got for life science? Get a, uh, what is that? An 18. Yeah. You think they're basically bundles of nerves? Yeah. It's definitely, it might have some weird, like special other um, stuff in there, but it's got to have a high concentration of nerve endings. Am I mistaken? Can we not turn our batteries into like little bombs? Like overload weapon, isn't that a, um, let's see, as a full action or as a move action by spending one resolve point, you can cause a powered weapon, either ranged energy weapon or a melee weapon with a powered special property in your position to explode. You can use a weapon as if it were a grenade of the weapons item level or lower dealing the weapons, normal damage type, except the weapon has a range uh, of 10 feet unless it's a thrown weapon. Uh Um, so can I turn my, so it looks like it's only a weapon that I can do that, not a battery. Right. Mm-hmm. So then that weapon would be lost because you blew it up. Oh man. I'm going to take my laser p- pistol and I'm going to grab some, uh, the, uh, sticky resin mm-hmm. that's, uh, all over these, these trees and stuff. And I'm going to rub it on the pistol and then I'm going to set the laser pistol to overload and I am going to sprint like a crazy person across the path and slap that gun right on the uh, entail of that of that creature and continue to just run right past it into the uh, into the into the forest. Like you know, if it's focusing on Vengi in the front, I come up from the back, slap it on its tail, and just keep running with the with the weapon. <laughs> Okay, this will be fun. Uh, So, uh, why don't you go ahead and you're charging it, you're trying to hit it with something. You know, I'd let you make a melee attack or an athletics check, or if you have Uh, some... I can can do an athletics check on this. Sure. Uh, Not very great. 13. Um, So, uh, it unfortunately smacks you out of, out of the way with its tail. Um, right. It doesn't deal any damage. Uh, you can choose to either still ha- be holding your um, uh, your overloaded laser pistol, and you could turn it off if you want, uh, or you could have like dropped it when you got hit, and it could be nearby it. Yeah, I'm going to drop it because according to the way that this thing describes is once it's overloaded, you can't turn it off. Oh, you can't turn it off. Well, then. No. Okay, so you've dropped it nearby. Yeah. Um, so that was that was not a success. Uh, so um, so far, it is still on top of you, Skritic. What do you do? I'm <laughs> trying to decide what I want to do. Uh, is there anyone lagging behind? Um, Bob just got tail slapped, so he he and Bangy are probably in the rear. 
Okay. I'll probably uh save yourself far more likely to be able to help with Bob. Uh so I'll like go back down there and grab him and try to uh use my leapers to get us to safety. Nice. Excellent. So um the leapers help with a an athletics jump check, right? Yeah. Why don't you give me one of those? All righty. It's 21. And then the leapers add like a bunch to it, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Ah, shoot. I just closed it. Control Z. Nope. That didn't. Leapers armor upgrade plus eight. Yep. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, okay. So 29. That's great. So you can grab Bob and suddenly uh, your. Uh, Flying through the air. Ah, thank you very much. Um, so you have definitely uh, rescued him and gotten to a, you know a, a higher platform uh, than you think uh, it will be able to reach. So Bob and Skritic are most likely free of it. The my go. Yep. Um. I am going to, uh, well, flying with my rocket boots, basically flip over so that I'm um, basically with my back towards the ground and um, basically sit up and do like a, like reach out. Um, And I'm going to take Bob's overloading pistol and like basically pull it towards me, which will take it close to the critter and try to blow up its weird little tail. Nice. Uh, are you using a uh, psychic power for that? I could. I could uh, basically uh, do this as an attack with... Uh, what is it called? Uh, telekinetic projectile? You um, could. That would be that's totally fair to like throw it at it. Um yeah. or if if a skill checks. Yeah, I, I, I would so I would say that this is also kind of like an up jumped use of um uh the you have like a psychokinetic hand, right? That lets you have some minor telekinesis. Uh yeah. Yeah, so that's like a cantrip. Um so uh you know, normally the the cantrip you can only kind of move things around very specifically, and you're kind of trying to edge that into a little bit more power. Uh, you only really need it to connect, though. You don't need it to like hit to deal damage, so you don't need the force of your your tele uh, teleconnect projectile. So why don't you make a mysticism check? Okay, to get the most out of your psychic power. Yeah, eighteen. Oh, that's successful. Um, and, uh, it's, it's beeping and blinking. Um, but you, if, if that goes off, uh, hopefully you'll be able to get free. Um, so you, uh, then also can use your, um, jump jets some more and continue to fly up with people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Quentin, what do you do? You're almost there, but you're not free yet. Is panic an option? <laughs> you chose that last round. What do you mm. do this round? So I'm trying to... Hmm. Is keep running an option? <laughs> Absolutely I mean, keep running an action. an option. All right. Uh, let's, 
let's do that. Okay, well, unfortunately, the the path you've taken uh, now kind of diverges into uh, some that's like brilliantly, you know, multicolored and vibrant and full of stingers and pollen. Um, and then there's another path where you think you're just going to have to like climb and like use your the maximum force from your flotation thing and kind of uh, you know carefully. Um, uh, pull yourself up to get distance. There's no more like balancing uh, narrow pathways where you can uh, roll yourself easily. So what I'm saying is if you want to keep running, you can't choose acrobatics a second time in a row. I bet I could. You just won't let me because you're, you're meanie pants. Um, ooh, I got an idea. You said there's things in there and there's like uh, stuff and, and, and spores and like that. Absolutely. All around. What if I like sneak past them using my bluff? <laughs> no, no, wait, 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 stay with me here. I'm going to grab two fronds, um, and I'm going to hold them on either side of me, and I'm going to repeat, "I am a hedge. Please move along." And that way, no one will know it's me. Somehow you doubt that that will work against this giant pink Tyrannosaurus. Well, hell, what would my options be if I'm not acrobatic it? Like survival and athletics are another two that you could definitely always choose here. Uh, I am not trained in survival. Yeah, that would be bad. I got a big fat zero. Uh, Looks like maybe athletics. Dragging myself arduously, arm over arm over arm over fourth arm. Uh, Go for over, it. Over weird antenna, over pincer device, over cocktail muddler, on Donner, on Blitzen, on 23. Hey, that's pretty good. You are able to climb up over all, all the using that wide variety of devices. Yeah. Um, it's not an enjoyable experience, but you are able to pull yourself up. Congratulations, Quentin. You're free. Amu, uh, it's your turn. What do you do? Can I use physical science to uh, catapult, propel, like move myself up quicker? Basically, you're geometry of how to. It's like if I bounce off of this and you know use a that vine like a you know a lever, not a lever, but some sort of twisting thing, whatever that is, and then this is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um. Sure, you can try to make a physical science check to to plot out the the path you take. I can turn this fulcrum into a, a a. parallelogram so um unfortunately it is a little harder than you were expecting um you think you've got it perfectly um but then so you 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 you're like got it and you start along your path um but along the way one of the uh the floating uh spores or uh, i guess floating fungi you jump on um, emits a cloud of spores, and um, you were not uh, accounting on it having so little bounce, and that kind of throws off your calculations. And you're also exposed to these spores. So why don't you give me a fortitude save? 26. Oh, yeah. 
You call these spores? Call these so, spores? Or call these samples? More like yeah. spores. Spores. <laughs> I like it. Um, well, uh, good. That no, uh, no, um, you know, time dilation and you know shape and distance uh, dilation and seeing colors you'd never seen before for Amu. Uh, Vangi. Uh, so I, uh, think is going to basically try to use like all the tips that she's picked up uh, from like being a gladiator for like when you definitely should go down and just need to keep your blood and guts in for like a little bit longer, uh, to try to like hold on to herself and like do, uh, like, you know, take a look, like just breathe in that adrenaline to try to sprint out of this thing's, uh, threat range. Okay. Uh, what kind of check are you? I, I was thinking medicine since I used athletics last time. Sure. I'm okay with it. Cool. I've got an 18. Uh, yeah, you can hold yourself together and you can scramble up just barely. So it's only Amu, uh, that is, uh, struggling after that uh, bout of spores, um, as, uh, Pinky turns to, uh, take a giant bite out of him but that's when the uh grenade uh that bob has turned his laser pistol into explodes and it shrieks in pain um and uh the you can feel the whole uh tree vibrate and some you know the back of your teeth rattle um uh and uh hecubino that that sense of being hunted uh, goes away as uh, this thing then uh, runs off into the jungle, um, injured and afraid of you guys. Uh, you have managed to evade the Nishalora, and you've gotten to a relatively, you know, comfortable spot here. There's a big mossy kind of a floating grove um, that uh, that's critic. The, the the best path you could find uh to get to that office uh has taken you along um and nothing seems to be immediately attacking you which is good because i know you guys are really really beat up um so uh as you settle down for just a moment into uh that moss uh that's when then you realize the moss is much much larger than you realized and it's starting to curl up around you as though it was a big blanket, maybe a giant, giant moss-like manta ray. And the tendrils of the moss start to grab at you guys and cover you in its big, mossy embrace. A scritic, uh, you and you alone get to take uh, one action here because you're ever vigilant. Um, what do you do? I have anything that I can use to make a quick fire. And this the moss seems like you know several feet thick, and uh-huh. yeah, you could probably get yourself free uh, in that amount of time, but uh, not anyone else. Like free by not being caught up in it. They say it kind of looks like a manta ray. Yeah, if it was, you know, uh, 15 meters wide. I'll try to leap at uh, approximately what the face would be and 
stab it's trying to case. It's just kind of shaped like one. Yeah. Still. In that general area. Uh and slice and then yell at the others. Get out here. All right. And with that, um, as uh Squick tumbles towards the front and says, get out of here, uh, you guys all hear um uh the the moss monster say Hey guys, I'm Gordo. I'm really sorry, but I'm gonna crush you now. Don't worry, it might take a while. I'm pretty slow. So, tell me about yourselves. As the blankets of moss layer on top of you and start to crush you. And that, I think, is where we will end things for. Ah, it's like a weighted, weighted blanket of death. <laughs> oh, it's just oh, it's so soft. soft. <laughs> so soft, so comfortable. I'm going to take a nap. And it's just like everyone else is going to take a nap. Until next time, when we come back to see how we're going to escape this latest death trap. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, no, really, seriously. Thanks, Kevin, for the fun, fun times that we had uh, this week. And I certainly appreciate it. Uh, I kind of wish we would have had some more critical roles here, but uh, maybe we will uh, have all of our all of our listeners uh, raise their d20 up in the air, and maybe next time all of our roles will be critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.